This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Welcome to the show, Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, uh, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Eber along with Kartik Krishnaya. Kartik, we've got an uh, interesting day today as the Women's World Cup is just getting ready to kick off the round of 16. So we have not been treated to our usual slate of entertaining women's matches. And quite honestly, Copa America Gold Cup, a little dull. Uh, yep, little dull. Well, we'll get Kartik on in here in a second. Uh, that is what's going on. It's really uh, the calm before the yeah, storm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back. Okay, we have him now back. Uh, Kartik, a, li- a little quiet in the uh, in the front, uh, in, in the Women's World Cup front right now. Copa America, a little dull, as is Gold Cup. Yeah, so we had a day off from the Women's World Cup after a dramatic final set of group matches. Uh, maybe we need the day to catch our breath because round of 16 starts tomorrow. It's been such a good tournament as we talked about every night, Nick. Uh, Gold Cup not doing it for me. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Copa America been a little dull thus far, but I think we'll pick up in the knockout stages. Uh, but we've got some great uh, Women's World Cup matches the next four days with uh, the, the round of 16 and lots of uh, uh, stuff happening in the world of uh, European uh, club football in terms of transfers. So uh, never a dull moment. No, never a dull moment. We're going to look at some of the odds for the uh, matches coming up uh, this weekend in the Women's World Cup uh, knockout round, round of 16. This is the exciting stuff. This is what we wait, uh, what we wait for. We're going to give you some good odds, some good picks uh, in case you should decide you would like to wager a few bob and maybe buy yourself a new Ferrari if everything comes around. But who knows? Look, we're also going to talk about the transfer market. Man United, they are finding out what it means not to be the top of the pile anymore. Tough. They are finding it very tough to land their transfer targets. We're going to talk about that. Loads more to get to. Look, we'd love to hear from you. 800-878-7529. 800-878-PLAYER. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at McGeeber. He is at KKFLA737. And of course, if you're listening to us via one of our digital platforms, whether it's iHeart, TuneIn, or the award-winning SiriusXM app, we welcome you to the show as we do our men and women in uniform around the world listening courtesy of the American Forces Network. All right, we're going to sort things out here in the break, and we'll be right back to kick it off after this on Fistry Song. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. And now today's Valero Minute. Top-tier detergent gasoline is the premier standard for gasoline performance, endorsed by seven of the world's top automakers. But why top-tier? Top-tier detergent gasoline reduces deposits on critical engine parts, which hurts engine performance. And top-tier detergent gasoline contains higher levels of cleaning additives to keep a vehicle's intake system clean, improve mileage, reduce emissions, and provide unsurpassed anti-corrosion protection. And now a word from Valero. Valero salutes you and all your finest moments. For those times, you go beyond what you thought possible. Whether that looks like running that extra mile or that extra errand, for taking on a new challenge, a new adventure, or a new route to work, wherever life's finest moments take you, get there with the finest fuel. Valero top-tier certified quality fuel. It keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. That brings back some memories. That's the, uh, not for you probably, Kartik, but for me, that's the uh, Match of the Day theme, circa 1970. Uh, that sound wow. is that song is uh, indelibly stamped into my brain. Welcome back to Street Soccer, Nick and Kartik with you as we start to look at some of the round of 16 matchups in the Women's World Cup uh, coming up this weekend, 800-878-7529. Uh, Kartik, should we kick it off with uh, Germany-Nigeria? An interesting match uh, only because uh, Nigeria are, quite frankly, the second largest underdog here in any of these matches, second only to Cameroon. Right now they are plus 1,400, so a $100 bet should they win uh, would provide you with 1,400. 
Smackaroonies back. Uh, Germany minus 714, which means you'd have to bet 714 to make 100. Yeah, and it, it seems inconceivable Nigeria could win this match, but they gave, uh, after that disastrous opening performance against Norway, uh, they really gave France a game in the final group stage match. Now, France uh, only needed a draw to win the group, and uh, they played like it, and they ended up getting the win on that controversial VAR call, that, that uh, retaken penalty. But uh, Germany, obviously, uh, historically, one of the two major powerhouses in the women's game, along with the United States. You know, they're the, they and the United States are the only countries to win multiple Women's World Cups. And uh, you have to expect Germany, uh, who have been efficient in this tournament, they haven't been spectacular. They didn't enter this tournament as favorites the way they had. I, I think the last four, uh, last three Women's World Cups, uh, Germany has entered as the favorite, and they've only won one of those. But um, they... Uh, 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 are efficient and they'll win this match. Well, look, uh, the one thing about this match is right now, uh, it's uh, the odds makers are predicting a pretty um, whopping amount of goals uh, over yeah. three and a half goals. So three and a half goals is basically the marker here that over three and a half will play plus mm. one thirty, uh, which is you know fairly close to uh, uh, to even as even as you can get. Let's say uh, between two and a half and three and a half, but three and a half seems to be the marker. So I would say we're going to see a lot of goals in this uh, Germany-Nigeria uh, match. However, uh, one would have to say uh, highly likely in this one that uh, uh, that uh, Germany will win and go through. And I believe uh, that is what we have uh, on our uh, on our bracket, right, right uh, Kartik? Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And then we have them facing Sweden. The next match is Norway-Australia. Actually, this one's a bit more interesting because these two teams both finished second in their respective groups and with a very similar record. Uh, this match should be really interesting. Uh, the odds makers actually right now are uh, favoring Australia, but by just a hair, as Australia have a plus 110 and Norway a plus 210. This is a great match if you want to hedge some betting going on right now, Kartik. Yeah, and they're both... Uh... Uh, teams that can score goals, obviously Sam Kerr, uh, one of the best attacking players in the women's game uh, with Australia. She scored five goals in this World Cup, right? So uh, she's she's on form right now. She, uh, and Norway has such a good uh, core of attacking players also. So what's the over-under on this match? I mean, I'm thinking you might want to bet the over. Well, let's see. The over here would be two and a half. Uh, the, the, it's, uh, yeah. uh, so over two and a half is minus 167. Uh, so they're predicting it's going to go, I believe it's going to go over. So let's have a look. Uh, it's going to be, uh, yeah, three and a half, uh, three and a half you want to take Uh, under three and a half is minus 200 over is plus 140. Um, I, I'm not sure we're going to get more than three and a half goals. We're going to get more than, uh, more than three goals here, Kartik. What do you think? You think so? Well, we'll get more than two and a half. So, um, now will we get, uh, over three and a half? Will we get four goals? Boy, that's that's a tough ask. I, I think it will at least be two one. Um, at least be two one, right? That, yeah, I take the under on this two. one. Yeah, yeah. I think I take the under on this one. That's the uh, uh, Norway Australia. All right, let's go to the uh, the other match with the prohibitive underdog. In fact, the largest underdog of the round of sixteen is Cameroon at plus eighteen hundred, uh, playing England at minus nine oh nine. The largest favorite again uh, in the round of sixteen. I don't even want to look and tell you what the uh, oh, what the goal uh, goal differential is going to be on this one, uh, but it's going to be it's for sure going to be a whopper. 
Um, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't hold your breath on this one. But uh, England clearly, uh, clearly going to go through in this one. I mean, it would be, it would be the shock of the tournament. I think Kartik, if England were not to go through on this one. It would be the shock of several women's World Cups, maybe the last three tournaments. Uh, look, the one thing, to, if, if you're looking at, at uh, wagering on this match to be aware of, is that I've uh, been hearing a lot about Phil Neville, the England coach, and his squad rotation policy, which is based on his own experiences as a high-level player for Manchester United and Everton and also for the England men's national team, feeling that in a major tournament, he wants to keep all the players on side. He doesn't want any dressing room problems, so he's playing everyone. The assumption is because Cameroon is really overmatched, he's going to rotate heavily in this match to save his best, uh, uh, his, what he would think his best 11 are for the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. So you might see some significant rotation, but it doesn't matter. The England D team could beat Cameroon. Uh, so instead of winning 5-0, they might win 3-0. Yeah, the um, uh, so I think we're going to see the result that we predicted there. The other one, of course, is France. Brazil is interesting. Uh, Brazil, uh, pretty heavy underdogs at plus seven fifty, Kartik, which which I think is actually a jolly decent little bet because I don't know France. <laughs> yeah, they're at home, and I think they're going to go through. But you know, if I was going to place a little let uh, do a little gambling out there. I might gamble on Brazil at plus 750. Any team with Marta on it? I don't know. You never know. I, I think I would do the same because I've been thinking more about this match. I know we made our predictions yesterday, Nick, but uh, France has a history in the women's game. Uh, they've done it at times in the men's game too, but they've won uh, some significant tournaments in the men's They have a history in the women's game of bottling it at the worst times in both the Euros and in World Cups. Um, they're still an unproven commodity. We've, we've been hearing about how good the French team has been for about eight years since the 2011 World Cup, and they never seem to get over that hump. Brazil, who haven't won tournaments either, but have gotten to the finals and have generally gotten further than the French historically, uh, and they have maybe the best player in, in the history of the women's game, uh, although she's on the downward slope now in Marta. Uh, I still think France will win, but uh, don't... don't uh, if, if you're uh, looking at, at a spread, uh, wager on Brazil because uh, uh, this is going to be very tight. This might go 120 minutes, actually. That's that's now my new thought. They'll go 120 minutes. France might get a goal in extra time. Maybe they win on penalties, but uh, it's not going to be a walkover. Not at all. And there's no uh, there's no over-under on these yet. They're too far out. The only over-under okay, we yeah, have yeah. are on Saturday's matches. Yeah, that's a Sunday match. On Monday, we have Spain versus the United States. And, and Kartik, this is really interesting. The U.S., the prohibitive favorites, one would think, okay, right. playing a Spanish team that while, while good, uh, you know, isn't really expected. I mean, they're 3-1-1 one, and one on the tournament. They're not really expected, I don't think, to, uh, you know, to, to do much, right? I mean, uh, England, on the other hand, a monster, right, at this point. Pardon me, the United yeah. States a monster at this point. Let me tell you the odds here. The U.S. are minus 278. Keep in mind, England is minus 909. Germany minus 714 in their matchups. And Spain plus 675. Kartik, this is, I think, I think that you're getting great value on the U.S. here at minus 278. If you've got 
some money and you want to put it in, I don't think you can go wrong with these odds. I would have thought this would be a much larger number, like minus 500, minus 600. Yeah, I think you and I were both stunned when we saw this number earlier today, thought it might be wrong, uh, then have seen more odds, which are the same. Uh, somebody in – there's some heavy betting going on on Spain to keep that line like that, right? Oh, there has uh, to be. I, and I don't know what that's all about. Um, perhaps there are gamblers that know something we don't know, but just on the surface of things, that is a preposterous number. The U.S. should win this match comfortably 3-0, I'd say. I would think so. Comfortably 3-0 at minus 278. Good value. All right, when we come back, Kartik and I will wrap up looking at the odds for the round of 16 of the Women's World Cup and continue the uh, discussion here on Fifth Street Soccer. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Attention, this important consumer alert is brought to you by Annuity Action Network. Hey, did you know it's possible to receive upfront money from your monthly settlement payments? It's true. If you receive monthly payments from an annuity or a structured settlement and you need a lump sum immediately, then you need to call Annuity Action Network. With your cash today, you can pay off credit card debt, pay medical bills, fund your education, or improve your home. You don't need to wait. Call the Annuity Action Network now now to get your fast cash with no hidden costs. And if you call today, we'll even send you a $100 cash gift card just for verifying your settlement payments and your contact information. If you have a structured settlement or an annuity and you want cash now, call Annuity Action Network right now. 800-514-9170. 800-514-9170. That's 800-514-9170. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. All right, welcome back. With you on a Friday prior to the rush with the World Cup round of 16 uh, for the Women's World Cup in France. We've gone through most of our picks. There are three matches left. And we let's start Kartik. By the way, welcome back, Nick Ibrahim Kartik. Krishna with you. Uh, Kartik, let's get right to it, shall we? The tightest game, odds wise, in this round of 16 is this one. It's Sweden, Canada. Both are up in the plus. The odds makers have uh, Canada as the slight favorites at plus 140 over Sweden at plus 210. A close match, and I don't think we're going to see a ton of goals on this one, Kartik. Yeah, and I think the important thing to to note here is Canada has been, until that uh, second half against Netherlands, really good defensively in this tournament, which has always been a concern about Canada. Quite honestly, Sweden has not looked as good as I thought they would in this tournament. Uh, they were weak against the United States. They were poor for about 80 minutes against Chile. And actually, let's not forget, there was a, a weather delay in that match. And uh, uh, the Chilean players came out a little stiff and, and conceded two goals after that. But they were not good until that point. And, uh, you know, you can't count what happens against Thailand, right? They conceded a goal to Thailand, though, which is pretty embarrassing. So I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go Canada here. Yeah, I'm going to go with Canada on this one as well. Um, you know, Sweden, typically a powerhouse, and of course, uh, they were really up for the big match against the U.S., and, and quite, uh, they just didn't look at any point like they were going to win that match, Kartik. No, they didn't. And, and, and in fact, I think uh, we're seeing in uh, Sweden a, a team that's kind of lost its identity. They've been always very stout defensively. They've been uh, organized, and they just didn't appear that. They haven't appeared that in the whole tournament. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. All right, next match, uh, Italy-China. Now, uh, Italy are the favorites here. And who would have thought that, Kartik, before the tournament started, that Italy-China in a knockout round of 16, Italy would be the favorites. But at minus 133, the Chinese plus 375, there's a pretty big spread there. The odds makers heavily favoring Italy, as I believe you and I had them to go through. Yeah, and and it's pretty uh, remarkable to me. Uh, that Italy has been as good as they have been in the tournament. They've really been the surprise package of this tournament, coming through the group of death as group winners. Uh, I think they're going to keep it going. They've got something really interesting happening there. Uh, I, I had some spent some time around the Italian FA uh, early last year in 2018, early 2018, and they had told me they were putting as much uh, – they were going basically a euro for euro – a euro in the men's game, a euro in the women's game. This isn't necessarily equal pay stuff. This is uh, uh, investment and development. Uh, they think they have um, basically the, the kind of infrastructure now where they can be very competitive 
to try and win tournaments in the women's game in the near future. They weren't expecting it this soon for this World Cup, but that investment in, in player development is obviously paying off. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's uh, uh, they look very good. And in fact, you and I both have them uh, getting to a semifinal berth uh, yeah. where, pardon me, a quarterfinal berth, where we do, I think we both have them bowing out to uh, the team we think are going to be eventual uh, tournament finalists in the Netherlands. Uh, but let's do the last match. Speaking of the Netherlands, uh, the Dutch, minus 125, uh, the Japanese, plus 333. Uh, honestly, for me, Kartik, I think the Japanese women have been a big disappointment this tournament. Yeah, they uh, have some very pretty play right, in midfield, they keep the ball. Uh, what was that first match against Argentina? They had 78% possession, I think, uh, yeah. final stat. They can't score goals. I mean, the, the England game, same thing. There were large uh, points in the match where they were dominating possession in midfield, but once they get in the final third, uh, they're lacking something. And, you know, you're talking about a team that's been in the last two uh, FIFA Women's World Cup finals. You're talking about a team that has had uh, some incredibly uh, gifted goals scores up top in the past and uh, a generational change and they just they this this group of Japanese players are just not ready for this level which is uh, fine I think they're trying to grow into the Olympics which they host next summer and then World Cup 2023 so I like the Dutch I know you like the Dutch and uh, uh, the more I talk to people Nick they're kind of on that same bandwagon thinking the Dutch are a team that they think could could possibly win the tournament. Now, I think they're on the softer side of the bracket, which is why I think we have them going all the way through to the final. Uh, the top three teams, in my opinion, are, are the U.S., England, and France, and they're all on the top half of the bracket. But uh, look, yeah, they're they're definitely a contender. Oh, definitely a contender. We'll have to see what happens, though. Uh, it's going to be an exciting weekend of uh, football in the Women's World Cup, folks. You definitely need to uh, watch it and enjoy the tournament because. Uh, it is good. You know, one of the interesting things as we watch this tournament, and, and I know we, we want to talk about the transfer market, but we have all of the next segment to do that. Uh, I want to talk about the FIFA plans to expand the Men's World Cup to 48 teams. And uh, this thought has come to me on and off uh, throughout the last, uh, well, since the World Cup, th since last summer, Kartik, uh, where I've thought about this and I've looked at uh, some of these incredible mismatches that we've seen, whether it's you know here in the Women's World Cup, for example, Thailand, United States, 13-0, great example. Uh, we're seeing this, and we should see this in things like the Gold Cup, when, when a top team like Mexico, who is going to then face somebody like Guyana, okay, should win 5-6-7-0. I, I, now, the flip side of that equation is teams like Qatar in Copa America and Japan in Copa America – have been putting up good performances and great surprises. But I think once you expand a tournament to 48 teams, the nature of the group stages are that you're making them very uninteresting. Yeah, you're making them totally uninteresting. Uh, Mexico beat Cuba 7-0, I believe, in the first World Cup match. Or, or uh, maybe it wasn't Cuba, but someone like that. We have had a lot of results like that through the years in the Gold Cup. They've expanded the Gold Cup to 16 teams. Now, it should really only be eight teams if you want a competitive tournament. Uh, the Euros expansion to 24 teams didn't give us any of those sorts of results, but that's Europe. 
Um, I saw the Asian Cup with the expansion to 24 teams. There were some lopsided scores uh, in that tournament this uh, this past January. Uh, the type of lopsided scores they haven't had in the past. Uh, I, I can't remember specific matches, but some five nils, six nils, those types of results. Uh, I, uh, I I understand. Um, Infantino's philosophy, which is he wants to be fair to everyone. I sat at a press conference with Johnny Infantino in Miami after the last FIFA council meeting where he talked about, oh, you know, if we could get uh, it's not fair in Asia because Japan qualifies for every World Cup and South Korea qualifies for every World Cup and Iran qualifies for every World Cup and then he, and Australia. So then uh, I mean, no one else can qualify from Asia. Well, maybe it's because those are the four countries are better than, <laughs> or can traditionally yeah, better than right. everyone else. And uh, look, we saw Iran competitive last summer. South Korea uh, was fairly competitive. Japan was very good last summer's World Cup. What happens when you then let Uzbekistan, the next tier of countries from Asia, and Uzbekistan, Jordan, Syria, uh, you're going to start, you're going to have them in a group with Germany or with France, and they're going to get killed in the first group game. Um, What's going to happen, Kartik, is we're going to lose the excitement of having a group of death. It's going to be statistically impossible to have a group of death when you have a 48-team World Cup because there just aren't that many good teams, to be fair. Not only that, they're going to do 16 groups of three, apparently, which means that there's going to be unbalanced um, group play, and you're going to have uh, no potential group of death because the top 16 teams in the world, and who knows how they're going to do this seeding. FIFA, it's always... Uh, they use their world rankings and they revert to something else. But you will not have a scenario where you have Spain and Portugal in the same group. Remember, we had that in the last World Cup. Oh, that yeah, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're never going to have a group like that again. So uh, it's uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, I, I still remember um, the Women's World Cup um, in 2011 before they expanded the tournament where um, you had the U.S. in a group with Sweden. You Well, they weren't in a group with Sweden this time, but England, Germany, and and, and, and France all in a group. Uh, so even in these men's tournaments, we've seen the groups diluted. The Euros last time going to 24 teams, the group play was diluted, um, and Portugal got out with three points and ended up winning the tournament. Uh, I get, I think just the overall trajectory is that group play is not going to matter that much. Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering if if maybe what they do is they want to expand the actual finals to a small amount because essentially by having 16 groups of three, you're doing a preliminary qualifying round within the finals because then are you going then to another group stage or are you then going directly to a knockout stage? Directly to a knockout. This is the proposal. It hasn't been adopted yet, but uh, that's come from the FIFA Council. Directly to a knockout stage, straight knockout of 32 teams. A so two people put out of every group, which is also, you know, devaluing group play because um, we know there's going to be 16, at least 16 to 20 weak teams in the tournament. Chances are uh, it's preordained who gets out of get out of these groups. You can play for draws. You can play for two draws and get out of the group. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have two games, two games only in your World Cup experience, which means you're going to travel all the way wherever you're going, go to a training camp, do everything else you're doing. For two games, you're right. going to be playing one game against a ranked team and another game uh, against an, uh, an unranked team, unless, of course, you are the ranked team. Uh, it's too easy, Kartik. I, I, I don't like it. it it's, 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 I, you're, you're right. I know what Infantino's trying to do. Uh, it's a good idea, but I think it sucks. All right. <laughs> Fifth Street Soccer, yeah. Nick and Kartik with you. When we come back, look, uh, you know, if you're a United supporter... 
you're not enjoying what you're seeing right now. You're seeing what happens when you're not a perennial winner. You're seeing what happens when you don't make the Champions League. You're seeing what happens when there is turmoil at your club. United cannot land a transfer target. Let's talk when we come back. Fifth Street Soccer, 800-878-7529. Nick and Kartik with you. We're with you each and every weeknight. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Series XM 211. Be right back. Indeed, we believe a resume is a great way to see an overview of a candidate. But you're not hiring a resume, you're hiring a person. That's why Indeed offers tools that help bridge the gap between a candidate and the resume. Like skill tests, which let you actually see a candidate's abilities in action to make sure they're a good fit for the job. See beyond the resume with Indeed. Experience Indeed for yourself today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting at Indeed.com promo. Terms and conditions apply. Pro-grade carpet cleaning used to take pros. Now, it only takes a trip to the Home Depot for the Hoover Smart Wash Advanced Pet Automatic Carpet Cleaner at a great everyday low price of just $229. With its automatic cleaning technology, you simply push to clean, pull back to dry for deep cleaning that doesn't take deep pockets. The Smart Wash Advanced Pet Carpet Cleaner, just $229. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while last. See store for details valid through June 19th. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Heroes, the Stranglers, great way to bring it back because 
I think we should talk about the retirement of Fernando Torres. Welcome back to the show. Nicky Brancartic, Krish and I with you here on Fifth Street Soccer. Uh, Kartik, Fernando Torres retires. A legend, a World Cup winner, played with Atletico, with Liverpool, with Chelsea, uh, a few games even with uh, Milan, Atletico Madrid again, and uh, finally ending his career in Japan. But I ask you this, Kartik, did he ever really peak any further than the his uh, four years at Liverpool ending in 2011 I mean he was averaging mo- about a goal every 0.65 goals a game thereabouts when he was at Liverpool he certainly didn't give get any numbers like that at Chelsea uh, or any of the other teams that he went to what do you think yeah I'd say he peaked actually um, as a force in the 0809 season uh, when Liverpool pushed for the title and, and fell just short uh, I remember the ma- masterful match he had at Old Trafford uh, in March or April of that year. Uh, maybe it was earlier than that, right? I think it was March of 2009. Uh, was uh, a handful in the Euros in 2008 uh, when Spain won the Euros, uh, and getting that, uh, that monkey off their back, right? Spain, the classic underachievers uh, in men's football at that time, men's international football. Uh, the Torres moment was 2008, 2009. Um, yeah, he never recaptured it after the injury. He lost some of his explosiveness. But, Nick, you can appreciate this as a Liverpool fan. When he was in that moment, let's say from um, the, the maybe 2006-2007 uh, Premier League season uh, and t- uh, helping carry Liverpool to the final of the Champions League that year through the end of 08-09, uh, he was uh, arguably the best striker in the world. I mean, he was un playable at times you you can't look at just at his goal totals you have to look at the things he did um to stretch play to open up play for steven gerrard uh to create space uh in, in the spain team for the likes of iniesta going forward and uh just was a masterful player until his injuries yeah he really was he was uh you know ham- hamstrung by injuries which is a terrible thing to say, uh, but it yeah. is true. But he, he does retire, and we wish him the best. And it, it's been fun watching you over the years, Fernando, but I didn't see you in Japan. So uh, you've been retired for me for uh, about the last year plus. A very disappointing uh, run with Atletico as well for him, which was the return yeah. home, if you remember. It was kind of he came full circle. Yeah, that was his uh, boyhood club. Uh, he remained an Atletico fan. Even after his move to Liverpool, it seemed like maybe that would be the thing to kickstart him going back to his boyhood club. And he was, quite frankly, a disaster there. Um, they could only pay, play him for 10 or 20 minutes a match. Uh, he could not play in the high-intensity, very defensive, high-energy style of Diego Simeone. Just ended up being a bad fit. And uh, he left and went to Japan, as you said. And that was basically the end. All right, let's get to some transfer news, Kartik, because uh, interestingly enough, uh, Tottenham fans are starting to feel just a little bit better about themselves because Real Madrid, according to goal, have taken their eyes off Christian Eriksen right now and have now t- uh, gone up to Manchester and are looking very seriously at Paul Pogba. Uh, I know Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is telling the club to sell Pogba, but I don't think the club wants to, Kartik. What's going on with that? <sighs> I, I guess it's marketing uh, for Pogba selling of shirts. We know that the stock price is more important to Ed Woodward than anything else. Um, I don't know. I, I, I look. I, I, Solskjaer either uh, is going to have to remake that squad, uh, or um, he's not going to have a shot because I don't think this particular set of players is um, is going to get him 
where he needs to get or where Manchester United needs to get. And they're going to have a hole to fill up top because Lukaku is being sold, which, by the way, I think might be a mistake. Um, I'm not, I, I don't think Lukaku is a world-class striker by any stretch of the imagination, but you've seen in the Belgium side, Nick, what Lukaku does when there are really good players around him. And right. Man United have not surrounded him with that level of player. Uh, so uh, I, I would actually sell, uh, keep Lukaku and sell Pogba uh, if that's the decision they're making, you know, to keep Pogba and sell Lukaku. Uh, but I, I, don't, I, I think if they don't sell Pogba and they don't cash in on him now, they're going to have a problem in the dressing room and they're probably not going to be able to sign other guys because of, of uh, uh, the, the – um, the dressing room element there and needing to free up transfer funds. And then you also add Nick to this uh, um, mix, the fact that they're paying Alexis Sanchez some exorbitant weekly wage. Um, it's becoming very difficult for them to manage this club and sign players. I mean, let's look at who United are looking for. They're looking for Matty Delete from Ajax, the Ajax captain. You saw him during the, uh, the Champions League. I mean, he's an yeah. absolutely uh, um, terrific player. Ah, is he going to go to Man United? No. Why would he? Uh, uh, Ajax gets to the Champions League semifinals. He gets to the finals, right? He was the star of the, the Dutch national team. They get to the finals of the Nations League. Uh, Manchester United would be a step down. He is a player that uh, Liverpool would be interested in. Well, maybe not Liverpool because no, they've Liverpool got uh, Man United. But Liverpool are interested. Spurs would be interested. These are all Champions League clubs. Real Madrid. Uh, Barcelona, PSG, they, uh, Juventus, they'd all be interested in Delit. Bayern, I'm sure, is interested. Why would he go to Manchester United unless they pay him twice as much? And this is the position they're in, Nick. They are going to have to pay exorbitant wages to guys to get them to sign for a club that has all kinds of dressing room issues, has a toxic culture, and is playing Europa League football, Thursday night football. Uh, so I, I don't I, I can't believe the Litz even linked with Man United, considering he's thought of as maybe the best player in the world under the age of 20 or 21. Right. Yeah. Well, one player that is not only linked, but is expected to be announced within the next 48 hours is uh, Aaron Juan Bissaka from Crystal Palace, which is actually a good signing for United. Very solid, yeah. solid player. Um, the question is, who are they going to match him up with on the other side? Yeah, I think uh, they have a, a decision to make about Luke Shaw, right? He's been yeah. there for four or five years now, I think. He's had these injury problems. He's shown uh, some spectacular play at times, but he can never stay fit for long enough. Uh, do they, they don't want to keep Ashley Young around as a, as a fullback. Maybe Ashley Young's a good dressing room guy to have. Obviously, a longtime servant of the club, but I, I don't know that they want to be in a position where they're constantly starting him at left back. So they've got to sign someone. Um, maybe your scouting has to be like Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool scouting was. They pulled Andy Robertson out of um, a relegation club at Hull. He's the best left back in English football. Um, and then, you, you know, you look at Manchester City. They just re-signed Zinchenko, uh, another player that was unfancy, was playing, uh, I think, at PSV or somewhere in the Dutch League. They bought him very cheap. Uh, just kind of for, as a squad player, and he's emerged as the starting left back for Manchester City. You have to scout well. Man, one thing we found, Nick, in the last five years, Man United doesn't scout well. They, yeah, they, they, they just pick they pick whoever is at the top of any kind of transfer value list, whoever an agent is bringing to them. When Mourinho was a manager, it was whoever George Mendes offered them. 
and they would sign them for exorbitant fees and, and look at the mess that's on their hands. Yeah, no, I, I think that's actually, you know, when we had um, Phil DeBrun on this show uh, about the end of last month, who's, a, as you know, is a big United supporter, very critical of the club. I mean, that was one of the points that he was making is that, you know, the problems with United isn't really the coaching. It isn't really the players. Uh, it is the system. It is the system that feeds the players in. It is the system that scouts them. Uh, it is the system uh, that has a business guy running the football aspects of the club, and this is the problem. Uh, speaking of which, a- another perfect example. I mean, United were very excited and uh, looking to sign Harry Maguire. But, you know, Kartik, apparently Maguire's, Harry Maguire's uh, ha- going off to uh, moving from Leicester to Manchester, but Manchester City, not Manchester United. Yeah, and this is this gives Pep Guardiola the kind of ball playing center half uh, he has wanted. I mean that that's actually a very natural fit for the style of play for Manchester City. But you you would think that's a signing Manchester United had to make. Yes, that's, they have to uh, make that signing. That's exactly right. the point. I mean, so but I don't think any amount of money was going to make uh, Harry Maguire choose United. You know, choose Old Trafford. Over the Etihad, it just wasn't happening. No, and and the the position that City is in now, talking to some of my fellow City supporters, is uh, after paying exorbitant transfer fee, trying to establish yourself, they can come in lower than some of these clubs. People want to be part of it. someone like Maguire knows the style of play suits him as a ball playing center half uh, who can who can uh, play with the ball at his feet. That's what Pep Guardiola has wanted. Uh, that's what he's tried to turn John Stones into. It's been moderately successful, but McGuire is a finished article, right? Stones isn't. Uh, so I think it's it's a, a obvious signing. But United has to make that signing. United has to get him. They have to get some of the other guys on offer. Um, Liverpool and Man City don't need to really make any signings, right? They're refreshing the squad. Um, United are a long way off, I think, at this point, even from... Um, the level of, of Spurs, if Spurs can keep this tr- team together. And quite honestly, um, there's a transfer ban at Chelsea, but the squad that Frank Lampard will inherit at Chelsea is better, at least uh, in terms of, uh, of attitude and, and spirit, uh, than what um, uh, Solskjaer is going to have at the start of the season at United, unless there's some serious changes. United have put a £160 million price tag on Paul Pogba Kartik. I mean, the guy, as much talent as he may or may not have, has he ever proven to you, whether international, club, that there's £160 million worth of current value, or is it £160 million worth of potential? It's Now we're getting to Neymar territory in terms of his age. Uh, I think he's probably achieved more than Neymar, so uh, maybe that's a little harsh to compare him to Neymar, who I, I don't rate, and I, I think you're kind of in the same uh, boat as me. Uh, but Pogba is not uh, – at the international level, he has needed guys like N'Golo Conte in the team, uh, Blaise Matuidi, uh, and others, uh, Musa Sissoko in the 2016 Euros. He's needed those guys to do the job around him in order to, to, to be terribly effective, do the dirty work. Really. And uh, so France won the World Cup. They got to the Euro final in 16. They won the World Cup in 18. But I think that had more to do with guys like Griezmann and and, and Conte and uh, Olivier Giroud than with Pogba. At the club level, he's never shown it. Juventus, uh, he'd go missing in the most critical matches for Juve in Europe. 
um, including the Champions League final in 20, whatever year that was, they played Barcelona, 2015. And then with United, you know, he, he, he goes on these runs uh, 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 in uh, matches under ideal circumstances, and then you need him to pop up against a team like Huddersfield or a team like Watford that's depend- defending deep, and he can't do it. So, again, only if a match is stretched and he's playing against a better team that's going to attack United and there's space on the counter, is he effective? Um, uh, I, I, maybe there's something – maybe there's a mismanagement of the player because clearly he has a lot of talent and a lot of potential and shows it at times, but he's never quite gotten to that level of consistency the great players get to. Uh, but again, I, I don't want to say he's like Neymar because I think Neymar, you throw Neymar into any top team in the world uh, and uh, you ask him to carry the load and he won't be able to do it. No, he won't be able But interestingly enough, there has to be something about Pogba because, I mean, he was at United. He left. They paid big money to bring him back. He was at Juventus. He left. Now they're willing to pay big money to get him back. So there's something there, either that or he has pictures of all of them with Russian prostitutes. I don't know. <laughs> all right, you're listening to Fifth Street Soccer. Nick and Kartik with you. We'll be right back to wrap it up here on the Sports Byline a Broadcast Network, Series XM 211. Don't forget this weekend, guys, we have the uh, Women's World Cup round of 16 knockout matches. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. 
Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. with you just a couple of minutes left don't forget folks we have uh coming up this weekend all of the women's world cup uh, round of 16s well not all of them but they're kicking off this weekend i think they go through monday or tuesday if i'm not mistaken uh but it's a lot of fun and some big matches enjoy them kartik uh, quickly a final thought yeah i'm really excited about the women's world cup this weekend uh we went through all the matchups for you earlier uh some of these matches are going to be Cracking matches, starting really with that Australia-Norway match uh, and uh, all, all the way through the weekend. Uh, curious to see if there's something in Spain that we haven't seen in this tournament, Nick, uh, that has got the odds makers thinking that the U.S. Uh, might have a tough time in that match. I, I don't see it. Other thing I'm watching this weekend, Frank Lampard uh, reunited at Chelsea. Who will he bring of the former players he played with to be on the backroom staff? I'm seeing rumors of Petr Cech, Jody Morris, uh, maybe even uh, a ru- the rumors floating about Didier Drogba. I don't believe that. I think he's happy here in the States. But uh, that will be fascinating to watch as well. So you think he's going to put together a former player Chelsea All-Star team uh, to manage that club, at least through the uh, turbulent two-window band time? Yeah. Well, that should be fascinating yeah. to see. All right, folks. Well, that's what we're talking about. And if you enjoy uh, the discussion... You need to be with us Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Of course, iHeart, TuneIn, Sirius XM app. We're everywhere. If you want to find us on Twitter, I'm at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Kartik is at KKFLA737. That's how you can find us on Twitter. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Talk. Well, until next time, folks, enjoy the games, and let's talk about them Monday morning, or pardon me, Monday evening, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Cheers. If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk. A special news and update station you control. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7.